Uh, welcome to Beach Runner Podcast. My name is Christian Fernandez. I'm your host, and I want to welcome Mike Pugh. He is a Army veteran. He also serves on the, on the Fort Lauderdale PD. Uh, he's a detective, and he's a, he actually serves in the SWAT team as well. Thank you so much for doing this, Mike. Thanks for having me, Christian. I appreciate it, Mike. So uh, thank you for coming in. Uh, I'm a big fan of people that serve the community and all that they do every single day. Um, it, it goes really unrecognized as, you know, as we go about our course in business or our daily lives, we sometimes lose sight of the people, the civil servants, the people that are helping, you know, keep everything safe, uh, things organized, um, and all the work that you guys do. So first and foremost, I want to thank you for really doing everything you do every single day, man. Because <laughs> you know, it's incredible, man. <laughs> um, I, I met you from, we trained together. Um, and that's really where I started to learn a little bit about you. Um, where are you from? Um, you know, where were you born uh, and so forth? Well, I was actually born in New York. Um, I moved from New York down to Florida, Tampa, Florida, uh, which is where I grew up. I moved down there when I was about like three, I think. I have a little bit of a messed up childhood, like, you know, parent situation. Uh, so we bounced around a lot all over Tampa. And then eventually, um, when I was like 14 or 15 years old, ended up moving out of my mom's house, moving into my aunt and uncle's house uh, in Fort Lauderdale down here. So I spent my high school years down here. So usually, like when I refer to my parents, I'm referring to my aunt and uncle. Mm -hmm. So, but that's just you know basically kind of you know where where I came from and all that. Yeah. So Fort Lauderdale, where'd you go to high school? Fort Lauderdale Christian School. I don't even think it's open anymore. Oh, it's, really? uh It was a super small school. Went from being uh, in a public school in Tampa, uh, we were, you know, pretty poor, uh, going from that to a private school in Fort Lauderdale uh, with a super small group of kids that were, like, super smiley all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it was like way different, it was like a little bit of a culture shock for me, mm. but yeah, so. So, what was that, like ninth grade, 10th grade? Yeah, I, halfway through 8th grade is when I moved down here. Okay, so. and were you big into sports? At yeah, I time? played baseball all growing up, I played football, uh, started in a police athletic league in, uh, in Tampa, and then my high school didn't have a football team until the end of my junior year, and then into my senior year, so I played baseball, football, I actually played soccer my senior year. Never thought I would ever play soccer. Actually ended up being one of the most fun sports I ever played. What did you find so enjoyable about it? Um, I think because um, I had nothing invested in it. Mm -hmm. It was more about just going out and having fun, and I didn't really, like, I didn't know anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really, I just knew you had to kick the ball into the net, and that was basically all I knew. I so didn't you were, know like, about free to play. Yeah, I could just play. I just have a good time, you know. So that was kind of, I think that's why I enjoyed it so much is, you know, different kind of group of kids played soccer than on the baseball and football team. It's a little more, uh, I don't know, it was just more fun, I think. Just not as much uh, pressure. So in high school, you you played football? Yep. And baseball? Yeah. What position in football? Um, I was a middle linebacker. That's probably a surprise. But <laughs> uh, And then for baseball, I played, uh, I was a catcher. I was a captain of both. Yeah. Nice. And your football training program, what was that like in high school? 
Is it comparable to what it is today? Or um, really no, I train way harder now than I ever did in high school. Yeah. Uh, I wish I would have trained this hard when I was younger. Yeah, but usually like high school programs now, I think they, they make their kids like do cross country, like on the off Sure, like, like um, we were kind of starting out. So um, I used to go to Westminster and do their summer football workout programs. Uh, but that was like a, an Olympic lifting. We had, you know, uh, Olympic lifting program, then sprints and drills and stuff like that. And then because the coaches, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I know that the coaches aren't allowed to be there for a certain period of time because of the rules. They don't want extra practices for teams to be better than other teams oh, really? and stuff like that. So, so that yeah. was going on back then too? Yeah, absolutely. There was like, a, I want to say like you weren't allowed to have the coaches on the field until like August. But I was just there to kind of just work out and hang out with some other friends yeah. and uh, just get some football in my life because we didn't have it, you know, most of my high school. So by the, so at that point you started lifting. Oh, yeah. I started lifting when I was probably like, actually, uh, my uncle had a little weightlifting set in his garage. I was 14, moved in, you know, didn't have a lot of friends, you know, new. So I buried myself in the, in the weights, mm. you know, in the garage. And my uncle showed me a bunch of stuff. His old he was a wrestler in New York when he was growing up. So uh, you know, he had uh, some weight training experience. So nice. definitely played a big role in me. Uh, so four, can, fourteen you picked up. Yeah, about fourteen years old, man. Yeah. And it was uh, dumbbells? Dumbbells, yeah. Single dumbbells. Yeah, some dumbbells, and a bench. Uh, barbell, you know, bench press and that was that was pretty much it. Yeah, know? I mean well you can get a lot done with that. Absolutely. <laughs> So, so you graduate high school, and then what do you do after high school? Um, I graduated high school, uh, didn't really, I knew exactly what I wanted to do since the time I was a little kid. I knew that I wanted to join the Army. My parents, on the other hand, were not super uh, big on me joining the Army. I'd expressed that all through high school. They definitely didn't want so going into high school you knew that's where you I kind of yeah that's always something that I've always yeah. wanted to do I don't know what kind of drew me to it I just something I think as uh, young men we see these uh, things uh, like you know you see movies and stuff it makes it seem like a romantic experience mm -hmm. uh, there's a bit of romanticism to it. yeah there is you know I think a calling to it. yeah absolutely so that was something I had always wanted to do uh, they convinced me not to join uh, right out of high school, I ended up going to Atlantic Votech and uh, doing the automotive program. So they won the first battle. They did. <laughs> so, uh, well, what was, was that conversation like? Well, like I were, think you, I was, were you already like talking to a recruiter at that point? Or? I had talked to, you know how it is in high school, they come, they talk to you, sure. you know, whatever, and I'd always expressed interest. You know, now uh, still living at their house. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not, you know, I was trying to appease them by, you know, doing the automotive thing. And they were like, you know, if you still want to do it, we can have that discussion when it comes. So I did that for like eight months, I think, or a year, somewhere around there, whatever their program was. Finished up. I actually broke my ankle uh, the summer after my senior year, and I had to have a metal plate put in. How'd you break it? Uh, skateboarding, which I'm 
terrible at. Like, I have no business doing any of that stuff. You've seen me move around on the mats, so. <laughs> skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, I don't get on skateboards. Oh, dude. No. things are dangerous. So, uh, yeah. We uh, broke it. I had to have a metal plate and a bunch of screws put Jeez. in. The, the military won't accept you with any mil uh, metal in your body. Oh, really? So I, I kind of knew that was out of the question for at least a little while. Uh, the doctor around like August of, I want to say like, uh, so right after my senior year of high school. So he was like, hey, we can take this out. And I was like, let's do it. Yeah. Like, let's get it out of me. So it was starting to cause me a little bit of like mobility issues yeah. as well. So it was like, it was a little annoying. So I had taken out and uh, I'd actually enrolled at BC or BCC back then, just general, I didn't know what else. Keeping things moving. Yeah, just trying, trying to, get to some do credits. something, whatever. Just trying to keep the parents happy. Yeah. You know, staying busy. Staying busy. I think I was working actually at uh, Barney's Coffee and Tea. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where I met my wife actually. Um, and then, just it wasn't. I was enrolled. I'm sitting down in uh, math class. It was like pre-algebra. You know. Yeah. I think it was like my fourth or fifth week in college, and they were like, hey, open up your book to whatever page, do question one through 300 odds. I think I got like 10 questions in, and I was like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Yeah, it's over. So closed the book, I walked out, and I walked right <laughs> over to the recruiting station and uh, walked up to the recruiter, Sergeant Bird at the time, and I was like, hey, the war in Iraq had kicked off we were already in Afghanistan they were invading Iraq or getting ready to and I was like I want to go to war I was like I want to serve my country what do I got to do to go and he was like what that much yeah <laughs> no he bonus was, he was yeah, no, no I didn't even care yeah. like, I know, that's a whole another story but uh, he uh, he so, was I mean but you don't really get a bonus right yeah you do so like I was like I just wanted to get out. Yeah, you like, were just ready to go. I was like, this is what I wanted to do. I'm like, why am I messing around here? Yeah. Like, let me just do it. I didn't tell my parents, obviously, at this time. Sure. So, whatever. He, like, had to dust off pamphlets because, like I said, this is, like, right, like, when stuff's getting wild. And, uh... So no, is there a big need for people? There, 100% there was. And then so, there's people staying away? Is that... Yeah. Just, like, after 9-11, the recruiting lines were around the, around right, okay. the, the block. But now that like an actual war was it going it on, it tapers down, and nobody yeah, wants nobody to. wants to go to war. So they're trying to sell me on free college, which I had already was like, I'm not. Yeah, I already tried money. that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, just I just wanted to have machine guns. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. So he was like, he was like blown away. He's like, I've never had this is so easy. He was like, this is the right attitude. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's like, hey, I want to come to your house and meet with you. I was like, you don't need to. I was like, let's just get this. But also, you got to keep him away from the house too, no? Because hundred percent. Because if. He comes yeah, over so and that's what pan. happened. Oh. That's exactly what happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, which devastated my aunt. She was... Uh, so, she, what was that? What, what, was your aunt home? No. Or were you he home? He came over, and he's talking, like, brochures, talking about different jobs. And uh, she walks in the door, and then she was like... Oh, he was talking to you. Yeah, and I was like, oh, man. Uh, so I was like, yeah. Uh, I was like, this is, you know, no good. But, you know... It's better that she found out that way. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Then, then, like, all of a sudden, Mike just disappears. No, I would not. I would have never have done that to her. No. <laughs> but you were on the track for that. Yeah, I was, it's I like, was. 
<laughs> so how, how were you expecting to break the news to her? Or was that your way of breaking the news to her at the time? No, I don't know. I'm not sure how I was expecting to do it. I was, my plan, my stupid 18-year-old You know, brain. there's a lot of 18-year-olds out there, you know, you know thinking about when things. When you're stupid and young, you're thinking, like, hey, like, uh, I don't know, I'm going to sign up, and then, like, once it's everything's signed, I'll tell her, and they can't, like, it's too late at that yeah. point, you know? So, uh, you know, but, so she found out. We had a big discussion. She offered me, like, 10 grand yeah. not to go and join. Obviously, that wasn't... Uh, the money wasn't the, no, the reason. It wasn't. And then we go to sign up. You go to, it's like a whole process. Uh, you got to go down to Miami. They do a physical... Uh, they do like a psyche val, they do a background check, uh, like a whole thing, you, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then uh, they sit you down. This is the way, at the time, this is the way it worked for the Army. This is pre signing the papers? Pre signing the papers. Okay. Uh, just the recruiter is allowed to be in a room with you, but he's not allowed, he's not the guy that actually like gives you the job. There's some guy that sits at the table at the computer and says, okay, the Army needs these things. And they try to give you the best contract that there is. Like that's so he like, hey, you can be a carpenter. We're gonna give you a lump sum bonus of twenty grand. You know, you're gonna get a quick ship bonus, extra two thousand dollars. And uh, I was like, carpenter. My recruiter's like, do it. He's like, like, but he can't say anything. He's like, this is the contract. Like you want it. And I was like, man, I was like, that's cool. I was like, but I really like, I really want to like go shoot some machine guns. And, yeah, like, carpenter doesn't sound stuff. like that's not my yeah. my thing. So he, uh, my recruiter, like choked on his dip over in the corner. He's like, "What are you doing?" So I was like, "So, actually, came up to be a combat engineer, just like uh, Daniel did." Nice. So I signed a contract for that, and then so so wait a minute. He went back, and then he's yeah, like, he right. does more stuff, more computing, uh, more looking, and he was like, "What about a combat engineer?" And then. A couple days before that, I had met one they okay. had in the office. Told me all kinds of cool. They do like demo, like uh, like explosives uh, and stuff. And I was like, I'm in. Sign me up. That sounds awesome. And they're like, Yeah, but there's no bonus. There's nothing. And I was like, Whatever. I was like, It's the, a job that you wanted. Absolutely. So it kind of fulfilled that little, you know, that little itch that I had. So you get the job that you wanted. Right. You sign the papers. Yeah. Then what? Then you go home and go like, home. Let them know what what my job is. How much time before you? So leave? I miss. Is the, it called deployment? Like yeah, at that point? no, it's not. You're, it's called, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're going to training. You're yeah, you're basic training. Basic training. Basic so training. you, I, I had like I want to say like three weeks. I missed like the quick ship bonus by like a couple days. And I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I was just done. I was ready to go, and. Uh, I had like two, three weeks, had a big going away party with all my buddies, uh, and then I was gone, you know? Joined where, where'd you... Uh, Fort Leonard Woods, same as Daniel. Okay. Uh, are there different tr- sites for... There are, training? so if you go to like infantry school, you go to Benning. Okay. Um, I think if you're like a support personnel, maybe Jackson, Fort Jackson, uh, they have different basic trainings depending, for the Army at least, depending on whatever uh, job you're signing up to do. So Fort Leonard Wood is combat engineers. Um, MPs, I think, are still out there. And I believe, like, construction and, like, chemical engineers are out there as well. Tell me about your basic training. 
Um, I had a blast in basic training. Uh, <laughs> like I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't, um, I wasn't just because of my past growing sure. up. Um, I didn't have like the sense of uh, like real loneliness. I got, yeah, a lot of guys good, get. Good I was just there. I was happy. It's more like summer camp for you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was learning all kinds of stuff yeah. that I'd like dreamed about doing. You know, like learning how to be a soldier. You know, the waking up uh, early in the morning. I remember the very first night of basic training. Um, I get waking up at like three o'clock in the morning. Red light in my face. I'm like, oh, geez, this is it. Like, they're going to start screaming. It's over. Like, here, the world's getting ready to shatter. And uh, it's some other private that's going through basic. He's like, hey, are you Pew? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're from Florida, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm from Florida. He's like, all right, drill sergeant wants to see you. It's like, oh, Christ. I was like, all right, what's he want? So he calls me down in the office. He's like, you're from Florida? All you boys from Florida? And we were like, yeah. He's like, good, there's about three feet of snow that needs to be cleared off the PT field. <laughs> <laughs> so we all cleared out the snow off the PT field, and, uh, you know, then they bring the whole company out there. And, so you got to clear the field. Yeah, clear the, there's like a, I think of like a big, like a, like a big parking lot almost, and it's just where you're going to do a bunch of push-ups and sit-ups yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, whatever. You can't do it with the snow there. No, you can't, so we cleared it off, whatever, it's just, you know. But good morning. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you just kind of get used to it after a little while. You're expecting it. Yeah, um, it was definitely a fun experience. And what was the most stressful part of of the experience for you? Um, I know Daniel touched on it a little bit, but you end up uh, you take responsibility for other people's actions. Mm -hmm. So even though you're doing whatever you can to make sure you're doing the right thing. There's other people that just can't grasp the concept of being where they need to be when they're supposed to be, having the equipment that they're supposed to have, uh, and stuff like that. So everybody's got to pay. So now, you know, Private Joe Snuffy doesn't have his the right color socks on, and now we're all going to be, you know, doing whatever crazy punishment they have for us, you know, rolling around in the mud or doing a bunch of exercise or something like that. So, yeah, so that gets you know, old real quick. That gets, that gets old. But then, you know, by the end of basic training, you've got lifelong relationships. You know, when you do something hard with a group of people or anybody, sure. it's just like jiu-jitsu. Yeah. You know, we do, we train hard, we, we, we work hard in the gym, so we've got a little bit of a different bond yeah. than we probably do with uh, other people in our lives. So I think when people are forced to do hard things together, they develop a little bit of a bond. And, you know, by the end of the basic training, you put all that stuff behind you and you're on your way to your next unit. Nice. So, so your next unit your next unit was what? So I actually originally signed up as a reserve, went down to Miami, um, did the reserve stuff. It wasn't really uh, what I wanted. Uh, it wasn't like the full-time. Okay. It wasn't like a full-time army. Um, I was expecting, they were like, hey, the reserves are what's going to get you deployed. So, like, that's, that's what I wanted to do. Six months goes by, not getting deployed. Uh, they send me away a couple times. They're like, hey, this is it, you're getting deployed. They send me away a couple times to get processed, uh, to be put into a different unit to get deployed. Never happens. Come back. So, they were like, hey, if you really want to get deployed, you can sign up to go active duty. And I was like, sign me up. I was like, I got nothing going on. I was yeah. like, 
I'm in. That's what you're there for. That's what I was there for. So I uh, signed up active duty. I was like in May. I was at uh, my duty station at Fort Hood. Uh, met, you know, my new unit, and you know, uh, shortly after uh, we were deployed. <laughs> so short, uh, what a month, two months, six months. So you do like a workup. Um, workup, which means train together. Yeah, train. So you do like a unit. You do small unit tactics. Then you do like a bigger unit, and bigger and bigger and bigger, and it so goes like walk me through that. So small unit is what five to ten people. Yeah. So you'll have like squad. Your squad's like five to ten people. And then from there, you'll have your platoon, which is, depending on what your job is, in our common engineer, you're looking at, like, 30 to 40 guys. Okay. So you'll run exercises with 30 or 40 guys. Right, doing, like, our platoon stuff. And then you'll do a company exercise, which our company was, we had two platoons, three platoons, so you're looking at, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, 100 guys uh, going out. And then you're when you're in a company like that, you go out, and train with the battalion, which is like thousands of guys. Mm. It's other companies. So we were with, uh, it was something new that they were doing, um, not to get like bogged down in all this no, like fine. semantics, but um, the old, the way the old army did things in conventional warfare, you would have uh, infantry, tankers, combat engineers, and fuelers, and cooks. It was separate. And they're all separate. So when you get deployed, everybody would get mashed up. So what we were, we had a battalion. It was called a BCT, our Brigade Combat Team, and we had uh, scouts, infantry, tankers, combat engineers, a little bit of everything. and we had everything. So we could deploy as, as together as one unit yeah. to one area. Absolutely, and so, everybody in sync with each other. Uh, yeah, we all know each other. Correct. We're so all we've been training together. Yeah, we all we live in the barracks together with each other. Yeah. We're all. Buddies. So if the cook's doing a terrible job, we can be like, "Hey, <laughs> yo, a little more salt on the yeah, steak, Jim." <laughs> like whatever, but uh, exactly. So uh, once you get up into the company level exercises, though, you're working with the brigade, and then they'll send you out to like um, California uh, to Fort Irwin, which is 